in a world where options are limitless, but time is not. Two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen. I don't see how the human race survived the medieval period. And Adam Cravens. A lot of them didn't. This is Binge or Cringe. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center at Rock 93.7. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Really? There's yes, only one thing. Really? Really? Have you watched Stranger Things season three? I've actually not watched Stranger Things. <gasps> like, I, I just, it, it hit at points that, like, I just had a lot of work that was consuming okay. me. And, like, I mean, because even 10, 11 episodes, you've got to commit some time to that. Now, the kids have watched them. Like, I've kind of peripherally seen it, but I have not actually got to sit down and properly ingest that show there are a lot of things in stranger things that you will truly treasure the the kids it's got a lot of hopper it's got a lot of love for the 80s yes it's got a lot of love for the things in the 80s that i love yes like they i guess there was a a, a reason the the newest drop has got like a back to the future reference some of the previous scenes uh, or uh seasons got like ghostbusters references Mm -hmm. and, and like the, the the 80s is, like, that's my childhood right there. Like, you invoke the name Ghostbusters, like, and you, you've got my attention. And the one of the leads, Hopper, the sheriff, uh, he, and this is not a spoiler, he's been raising L, 11, and by season three. If you haven't seen the other two, you're a moron. Sorry, Adam, but you are. Uh, so Hopper, he is a lot of what you aspire to be. Grizzled? Um, and... Annoyed at everything and, and kind of hateful. Yes. Like, yeah. That's, yes. Yeah. That's that, that's pretty close to me. Yeah. So you're gonna like it on a whole different level. Okay. So when last we visited, I'll I'll wrap it up for you in the event you don't get any of it. In the first Stranger Things, a kid goes missing, and it turns out he's in the Down Under, which is uh, Australia. Yes. And Australia can be heard through a gateway. Right. And you can go into the Down Under. Is that is that gateway a telephone? <laughs> and the <laughs> Down Under has what they call the Demogorgon because the boys, the the four friends who are all around the same age, though the one that gets in the Down Under, he's a little younger. And you summon it with a didgeridoo? Yeah. Okay. Um, he gets, he's in there, and so they have to... Everyone has to find him, fight off the Demogorgon, okay? And they make friends with Elle, who has superpowers. We don't know why, but she does, and she can throw stuff with her mind. In the meantime, there's just loveliness. It's just delicious. So that's the first season is about Will is in the Down Under and so on. So, of course, the first season ends with Will belching up things that were down his throat in the Down Under. So then you have season dos, and it's they're getting a little older. Their relationships are changing just a little bit, things like that. There are more characters introduced, and the newer characters is, well, for instance, the boys go to play. When I grew up, it was called the Time Tunnel. I don't know where they're playing, 
but they're playing. No, it's called Time Out. It's called Time Out. And that's, I never went. That's why I don't know. It's where all the video games are. Well, Dustin, he was the king of whatever. And they go and they see that Mad Max is beating all of them. So naturally, they find out Mad Max is a girl of all things. A girl. I, I love, I did. Yeah. It's it, it, like you mentioned video games. Like, I remember some of my friends' reaction. Like, if you ever played the game Metroid, that you have this uh, alien, like, bounty hunter who is going through this planet and, like, just killing, like, these Metro, like, just one of the coolest original Nintendo characters. At the end of the game, once you beat it, this this bounty hunter takes off their helmet and it's revealed that it's a girl. Her name, her name is Samus, and like I remember, some boys just being, like, "I've been playing a girl. Girls aren't awesome alien bounty hunters." Like just, and even at that age, I'm just like, "What? No, there's still an awesome bounty hunter. Girls can be like, I don't know if I was ahead of the time, but like, it just never bothered me. Like, I've never forgotten you and Victor saying, "We just don't believe that women are as funny as men." We we enjoyed being incendiary. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point in our life, and we all we knew buttons that we could push uh-huh. that we could get reactions from people, and like sometimes we would just say things that we knew we that we could get a solid reaction from. And I'll tell you right now, that one <laughs> always worked. Like yeah, it was bet. a it was a greatest hits right there. So in the next season, you have what they started to call the mind flayer. Okay, so the mind flayer controls the down under and the mind flayer controls the demogorgon. And the demogorgon is what we like to call the meat flower. It really sounds like what my cousin like Bubba would say. But they, it's, it's, a, it's the flyer, the flyer. It's a big, it's a big old flyer. I think it's a sun flyer. If so, I'm remembering right. so in the second season, you have new characters. Max has an older brother who is, what's the word I can call him? He is, he is definitely a punk. Everybody hates him. All the girls think he's hot. And he is a jerk to everyone because he is. Of course, there's a reason why he's a jerk. But Some he, kids are. Yeah, but he's a jerk to everyone. So you have these new characters and you also get to meet Lucas's little sister. And she is, in a word sassifiable so that's not a word i i'll allow it it is now judges we'll we'll allow it so you now come to oh and in season two l is living with hopper and they're working out their relationship because she's never had anything close to a normal home life and he once had a child who uh, died from cancer so he's had a family but it's been a long long time since he's cared for someone else and took care of them for for anybody that lives by themselves or like never really like living with a person is tremendously different than any other kind of relationship Mm -hmm. like i i don't want to use the term invasive but i think it's the best one like for it like it it seems a little pejorative but like living with a person even if you really like that person like if you like all eventually there is something that they do that you don't like 
See, that's and, that's what I've told my girls. I said, yeah, um, a lot of marriages don't last for whatever reason. I said, but sometimes you have to look at it like this. You already know all the annoying things about this one. Let me tell you, the next one's going to have annoying things too. I, I think that's the what uh, the the devil that you know. Like, yes, you. I said so. Keep that in mind as you have relationships. If it's horrible, please get out of it. But sometimes it's just what are you going to trade it off with? Like, are like you're you you don't like that they do this, but they're going to do something you don't like. Is that something you can live with? Mm-hmm. Like versus, and I mean, like it just okay. I, I've got I've got six kids, and like I love my kids. Like I'd do anything for my kids. But they do stuff Are that they invasive. That Adam? oh my goodness! Like they're invasive, like surgery. Like mm-hmm. they they just they want to break all your stuff. They want to eat things that you bought for yourself. And like I'm diabetic, so like I just like Jim. That was my food. I, I had in my refrigerator. I have a specialized diet. Uh-huh, I do have uh-huh, diabetes. Whatever, yeah. So like I can't just like rock a like bit of chocolate or like some potato chips unless I want to shoot my sugar sky high. I, like I'll get like sugar free parfaits. Like I love those. It's it's Jello and whipped cream. Who, who wouldn't love them? I'll and bet yes, they eat them all. Yes, I, I think just Canyon does. I, I think like he's like hmm. I don't know if he doesn't understand what diabetes is. I don't know if he's just like dad eats weird thing weird things, or if he's just like this is good. I will eat it. <laughs> I'm betting it's it's probably a combination of. All those and things. And does he then put the empty container back? Because that's my favorite Some, move. Sometimes. Or he'll eat all but like, and not even like a bite, like half a bite. I didn't like, finish it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. you're listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by the Hinton Oakley Family Dentistry. We're in the podcast center, Jane Ellen, talking to Adam Cravens about what is worth watching. And on Netflix, it's Stranger Things. So now we have... I'm really glad Amazon Prime did not cancel. Yeah, I am glad, too. Thank you. Thank you, Amazon Prime. There, there was a character in the first season who, again, you, you just didn't like him. Even though you understood him, he, he was a character that you'd seen in Pretty in Pink. He was Andrew McCarthy, okay? You've seen that character in an 80s movie. His name is Steve. But as I, as I told the kids, I said, Steve... Much like Sirius, he will be redeemed. So let's not let's not give him all the hate. So then you have in season two, Steve, who is older, becomes really good friends with Dustin. And Dustin is the curly haired guy who's missing his front teeth. And they begin what we would call a bromance. And I'm very thankful to say that Steve and Dustin are together in almost every single episode of season three, and it is delicious. One of the signs of like a, a well-written piece of, of, I mean, anything, is taking a character that is infinitely un, un, unlikable. Mm-hmm. Like just they, on paper, like they should be a villain and finding a way to redeem that person mm-hmm. or write them in a way that you are compelled to watch, even though everything... About like a uh, uh, Tony Soprano, like the the Sopranos was like just it, it's a film or a, a show that they've been trying to copy since like was it ninety eight something like that. Tony should not have been a likable character. You should not have. He does terrible things constantly, but like you wanted to follow this character, Jamie Lannister. 
like from episode one of Game of Thrones, is a terrible person. And by the time we roll around to the last season, they have all but redeemed this character. Wow. So you have with Steve, here's one delightful part, and this is not a spoiler. Um, for whatever reason, Steve didn't do well in a college entrance exam. So in order to teach him a lesson, his father is making him support himself with, as Steve was putting it, a demeaning job for him because Steve was prom king. He was had perfect hair and all that stuff. So he was a total jerk in high school. He now realizes that. But in high school, he was flying high. And now he works at, wait for it, Scoops Ahoy, where through the entire eight episodes, he is wearing navy blue shorts and a top, a jaunty sailor top, and a jaunty hat. I, I can't imagine that. What is it? Scoops Ahoy? Scoops that then? Ahoy. Okay. I can't imagine that that is demeaning or demasculating in any way. <laughs> They've done a it brilliant job. It certainly does not sound like it. <laughs> They've done a brilliant job as a lot of this takes place in the mall. Yes, you will see an orange Julius and Claire's and Zales. What? And- uh what mall does not have any of those things you just I, I mentioned? I don't think Orange Julius is still a thing. You is sure? I, I'm I not say, sure, but anyway. I want to say there's one in Opry Mills. Or like, got, oh, it's yeah, been I a minute since is. I've been there, but I'm just saying, like, I think it is. They used to be ubiquitous. So, uh, and it's got all the old fonts and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's lovely. Well, this was also at a period that, like, malls were not, like, becoming unicorns either. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I mean, you've the, the bigger ones, like, you know, your Opry Mills, like Mall of America, like those, like the, but you don't see them like, you know, they're, Nashville used to have what, like four or five. And I want to say like, they're down to really just like two big mm-hmm. ones at this point. Like it just, people want, uh, they want like outlets now. They don't, they don't want malls, which I'll tell you, I don't understand. And maybe this is the eighties in me talking because that happens a lot. Eighties speak through me. I am their their muse, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, I really like being in a climate-controlled environment that I can just walk to all of them. Like, whenever you're dealing with, like, outlets and you have to, like, drive or walk in the sun or rain, if, if, if it's done that way, why wouldn't you just want it to all be in one location that you can walk to or escalate to mm. or, 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 or elevate to? I'm like, sure they'll all come back. Well, I mean, everything seems to... So what we have here is Steve... And Dustin are just thrown together and hard to believe. But now the Russians are involved. Talking about the Russians in the 80s, that's that's dead on because that's what you talked about yeah. in the 80s. But pretty the much Russians. the years 1960 up until... I want to say like 88 mm-hmm. or so, whatever, whatever the time the last Timothy Dalton James Bond movie was right. like it, the Russia was who you were talking about. Like Rocky even fought the, like the Russians. Mm-hmm. So this they're really nailing it with the Russians. And so you have the and the there are it's not they're just not talking about them. The Russians are involved now uh, in some way were, with what's going Soviets. on. Were they Soviets at that point? 
They call Maybe. them the Russians. Okay. All right. Gotcha. All right. So I, the, the Russians. I'm past, it's good. I, I accept that reality. <laughs> anyway, so you have that. You have Lucas's younger sister has a bigger role. You have another character who is the co-worker of Steve, and she's the voice of reason and actually knows some Russian, which is handy. You meet again Hop's very paranoid friend, Murray, Murray, ba- was it Murray Bon Bon or something? No, Murray, Murray Bowman. It's Murray, Murray Bowman. And he is your classic, the government's out to get us and everything is set up this way and that. He is delightful. So you have more new characters. And with this one, you also have some lovely, lovely sexism happening because of uh oh gee what's her name the girl child you said lovely sexism yes right? wait, okay. wait all right i wanted to the make girl sure child whatever her name is it escapes me the uh, the older sister of mike uh she the one who used to date steve she's got a job and she wants to be a reporter and who has been cast as the biggest jerk in the world and plays it it's like their biff that would be gary Busey's son that's and he's just i mean i i don't i don't know a wealth of gary Busey's sons like work you're talking about he's not playing like a gary Busey no. type this, no, is, this gary, is gary Busey's gary son. Busey's like uh, of, of his loin like yes son yes I don't. I like. I said. I don't know the guy, but the 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 image that I have in my head. That's the one. I, I'm just going to say it, it has to match up. It has to. Now, for some reason, I didn't catch on because the mayor didn't have that much screen time, and I just didn't pick up on it. But the mayor was Carrie Elways. That's nice. And when I looked, I thought that. There's something about him that looked familiar, but then again, you know, he wasn't 20 years old and dewy looking, and I just, I, I just didn't catch it. I'll tell you the 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 goodwill that that guy engendered in mm-hmm. Princess Bride. Like, I'll let him ride on that for the entirety of his life. And like, I mean, it's not like he hasn't done anything else. Like, he was in those Saw movies that he I didn't watch. He does some great Culligan commercials. Robin Hood, Men in Tights, is like awesome. It probably Mel Brooks' last good movie. Um, I just that that that's a name that I I or, or even like the the little side role he had in Liar Liar. Like he re, he really is just like an underrated guy that like mm-hmm. I I don't want to say he peaked really early, but like. But has worked steadily. Yeah. Princess Bride might be a perfect movie. Yeah. I don't know anything about that movie that I don't like. But that also happens a lot when you put Billy Crystal in a movie yeah. for me. Like, I just, I don't, I, I can't, I can't hate on Billy Crystal. I have, I have a really hard time doing it. So you have all these things going on in Stranger Things. And much like in each of the others, there, there are the... The younger kids, in the very first one, you had the group of the four boys trying to find their friend Will. So it was the three boys and L trying to find the younger boy. Then you had the high schoolers, and then you had Hopper and Will's mom. So you had these three groups, and you would say, if only they'd just talk to each other. So again, you have three different groups. And in this one, and I'm not going to spoil it for you, but two of the boys 
happen to be from Broadway, and one would happen to play Dustin, and the other plays Lucas. And they do get to share their excellent singing ability to great comic effect. So there's that going on. I, I do love a good boisterous like yes. musical number. Yes. And it's I rewatched just that scene again because well, again, this isn't a spoiler, but it's a critical time and everyone's doing their job and they've only got so much time to get this done, but in order to get some information, Dustin's girlfriend who up until this point they all thought he was making up, she has to provide the information, but she won't unless there is singing involved. And so then you see everyone else with the what? You know, you see a monster chasing them, and Steve's like, what is he? Do-? It's hilarious. And it's fabulous. By the way, this monster, they've really outdone themselves. In season three of Stranger Things, the ick factor is, it goes up to 11, all right? And I'm not just talking how it looks. The noises is just. And uh, for this to make it to a third season, like I, Netflix is starting to become what Fox was in the early 2000s for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I very much took personally like the cancellation of Daredevil. I understand the reasons, like the business reasons behind it. Have they officially canceled Jessica Jones? Because I assume. They- yeah, yeah, they did that a couple months ago. Okay. Like they were just like the. They have said that eventually these film, the or not these films, these series may find homes at Hulu, yeah, which is now uh, basically owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. But they're with the contract that Marvel. Uh, Marvel Disney signed with Netflix. Basically, they can't appear for, I want to say, it's a two-year period in any other media. So, like, even if you wanted Daredevil to appear in Endgame contractually, I don't think he could have. And, like, he can't, like, Disney Plus, he can eventually show up there. Like, they can still use that actor, but from whatever whatever they they consider the beginning of that two-year period, you cannot use, like, that character... For that period of time, Netflix had like a, a non compete. I don't. I don't know mm-hmm. exactly the 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 legal like jargon for it, but you th- those characters can't show up anywhere else. Netflix owns them for that period of time, mm-hmm. and I, I think a lot of their decisions are very much being based on like analytics and business. And I, I understand they're there to make money, but like with the amount of subscriptions that they have for like a month. Netflix is probably pulling in close to a billion dollars a month. And I, I know that, like, Stranger Things probably was not cheap. Uh, Triple Frontier was not a cheap movie. Like, I want to mm-hmm. say they said $115 million. And I, I, I enjoyed those things. But, like, I think a lot of the cancellations in Netflix are also based on those analytics. And I I know they're not in it for the art. But, like... As a person that follows these things and like, you know, appreciates a good fan campaign to get something like brought back, like I, I don't want like my my entertainment being monitored where when they see, oh, well, like the analytics tell us that it's ticking down. We have to cancel it. Yeah, that's I, 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 I've had way too many shows end on cliffhangers. Mm. 
that will never be resolved. And I don't want that to start happening to my my Netflix shows, which, by the way, they they did, especially with the Marvel ones. Did I mention Paul Reiser's involved in Stranger Things? I don't don't think so. Yeah. I mean, maybe you did. But maybe I don't remember it. Uh, Well, um, he doesn't actually speak words in this one, but this is... It takes place on the 4th of July. It dropped on the 4th of July. That, that so was that probably, was nice. That was probably no mistake. It was lovely. Um, the I loved so much about it that it's not even funny. And then I Jenna was a, an episode behind, so I re-watched the last episode with her. And no spoilers, yet feelings. So... Um, lots of feelings, and I. It, it's, what? What is and, it? But wait, and it's like a Marvel. There's a thing at the end that basically tags it for the next. Yes. So yeah, they could end it there. I seriously, seriously doubt it because it then jumps three months later. Right. And so then you have. I'd really like to talk about it, but we'll do that on the spoiler show. You have things that you can make assumptions on as to what happened here and there. And, you know, it's science fiction, so anything can happen. It's it's deliciously acted and well-written, and I have nothing to complain about regarding it. What is it about, like, an emotive response, like, as an audience— that we like, I understand like wanting to laugh. Like mm-hmm. that's it's a very positive. Like it feels good to laugh. Like I feel good after I've laughed. Like a good laugh that so much, so much so like my muscles are sore. Like mm-hmm. after after it. But like there are also things that I will relive that like that will make me cry consistently. Like um, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, that last little bit when like Yondu and oh, Star Lord have oh, that's their. So hard. I, I'm just saying, like every time I see it, like. If I don't just full on start bawling, like my eyes get so watery, I can't see out of them until I cry. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, and I keep doing it. Sometimes I'll just watch that scene. Like, and I'm just like, but it's so, it's such a beautiful, like, well acted scene and in surrounding in this like bombast. Like, not 10 minutes before that, like, Star Loaded turned into Pac Man while he was fighting, like, his father, who's in a, tur- like, just, this uh, all of this like just ridiculousness but when you get to that moment like it's so honest and it's so touching mm-hmm. and like it connects with you and i just i'll sit there and i'll i'll watch it and for what what about that makes me want to relive like why do uh, why do i want to cry like but unlike sophie's choice I don't want to relive that scene. No, no, I don't. That is painful in a. But why? But why don't? Why don't right. I want to cry? I wonder. What? Why don't I want to cry? Like, okay, Schindler's List. That is a film that if you don't get some kind of feeling out of that movie, you're dead inside. You're mm-hmm. dead inside, or you're a Nazi. Um, but I don't want to relive that movie. Like I've seen it maybe I think twice, the full way through. It's it's an exceptional movie, and it definitely like makes you feel something. Why don't I want to? Relive that experience. Like what? I don't know. What I, what correlates with the emotive response that we? And like I said, laughter I get. I understand that. But like, there are movies that make me cry that I will watch over and over and I over. I think though the difference is anguish. With 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 Sophie's there, choice, that is 
horrific. It's so hard that no matter, like anguish. you lose no matter what. And even though like in like Guardians, the one that I reference, like, but it's 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 almost a positive anguish. Is that what it is? Well, it's at least you understand it. I mean, yeah. in in the end of Stranger Things, not giving a spoiler, a few minutes away from the ending, well, actually, ten minutes before the ending, I assumed what was going to happen would happen because it had to happen that way. It was just, it's just, that's how it had to happen, you know? And it made sense. And so even though it was sad, it, it, it made sense so I could rationalize it, I guess. But not with Sophie's Choice. It's, it's nauseating and horrific. Like and a, those, those almost make you sick inside. Yeah. But like for for whatever reason, like when 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 I'm when it's a happy cry, when I'm just like, oh, that's the perf, oh, that's that's so exceptional. I understand that relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I don't know, but I'm just like we like to we love emotive responses. Like I've seen Star Trek too, how many times? Like, and every time, like you get to that, I am, and like oh, always yeah. shall be your friend. Like it 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 gets me every time, and mm-hmm. I've seen that movie. I don't know how many times at this point. Exactly, like, and I'm that probably has something to do with the reason why I keep that in the regard that that I do. Like, I, I like that emotive response that it gets out of me. These fictional things that aren't real in the slightest that like travel faster than like these weird, fantastic situations that if you will get me to an honest moment, like it just it connects with me in a place that like I I just I will continue to relive because that movie came out in what eighty two and you know and I think that's what the sci fi fantasy haters don't get I love seeing stuff blow up and doing all this craziness I do but it still comes down to the story and a good story is a good story is a good story if you're not with a character that you can relate to like a, a Back to the Future like we we all relate and understand. Marty McFly. Like, and the fact that he is brought up so many times in Stranger Things in the way that, you know how when I speak of characters, I will just call them that character in whatever movie they're in? Yeah. Well, Family Ties was what Michael J. Fox was starring in when uh, Back to the Future came out. And so there is a point when Steve is hiding in the theater. I, I think I, somebody posted it on Twitter. Yes. What is it? Uh, when Alex P. Keaton like, yeah, travels back through time and tries to get with his mom or something yes. like that. Yes, and, and he I was says just like this more than once. And I'm just like, well, yeah, technically, that kind of technically, it. that is the plot to that movie. And they even bring it up and they discuss it even more. And it's well, it's lovely. The 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 thing about it, like, and they fell into a weird kind of chasm there. Like when they were trying to get that movie made, where basically they were like. Okay, that movie's not because you're doing movies like, um, uh, like what what the, 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 it was the extreme art like, uh, what is it? Meatballs is that right? Like you had a lot of movies that were just yeah. pushing that R-rated stereotype, and they're like, we don't want to do this stupid family movie. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you go take it over to Disney? They they'll do that stupid crap over there. They get it to Disney, and they're like, you have an incest subplot. You can't, we won't do this. Take it over to Universal. They're doing that Animal House R-rated comedy over there. Take it to them. So, like, Back to the Future was hard enough that, like, they didn't want anything to do with it. And it was, but it was so hard that Disney didn't want it. And, like, 
It, it, it ends up being like what the, I think $210 million in mm-hmm. 1980, highest grossing film of the year, but nobody wanted it. Like, Interesting. Like, and it just, I, I love that weird chasm that it put itself into when it was like, well, you're not an R rated comedy that doesn't like have all this kind of humor and like R rated whatever, but also you're, you're not the computer that wore tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. So we can't, like, we're not, we're not putting that incest subplot into a movie that has the Disney Somewhere, name on it. One person listening is going, what? What is he just talking one. about? Just, eh. just the one, because everyone else already knew. So anyway, Stranger Things, I, I held near and dear when I saw the very first season because usually when you have something set in the 80s, it's the big, bright, and bouncy 80s where you've got the, the huge hair and the bright, bright colors and everyone is shiny and happy and things like that, which there was a part of the 80s that was that. But the, the regular 80s, they've nailed in extraordinary detail. And on this one, and, and the music that they include goes with it. And on this one, I noticed, because again, this, this episode is the year that Back to the Future came out. So you've got a lot of Madonna playing, which Madonna was everywhere in 1985. Yeah. And so you see the fashions start to change. You see the makeup start to change. You see, you remember everyone was into jazzercise and... Jane Fonda had her thing, and anytime you saw women exercising on TV, they had leotards on, and then a thong over it, and then the leg warmers. That whole look. I I do think it's interesting, like where eighties nostalgia has went, because the the first time I remember somebody hearkening back to the eighties for possibly like comic effect was I want to say it's Wedding Singer was the first like really big like kind of pull toward that. And there were even points that I'm just like, that's not exactly how, like you, yeah. you, okay. Some films that want to revisit the fifties, you have your stereotype of the fifties yeah, poodles and, then, this and, that. and then you have like how the fifties actually were. Now I didn't live through the fifties. So like, I don't, I don't actually know what it is, but there are people that'll just be like, that's not, that's not it. Now with the eighties, I can do that. Like see, I was there. I witnessed it. I look at pictures of my parents from the fifties and they got married in 1950. Um, my mom wore a lot of dresses. Not a single one was a poodle skirt. And she didn't clean the house in, well, she did in a dress. She didn't but not, but not with But not with pearls yeah. and all of this. And so there was that aspect that was different. But anyway, I could go on and on about how great Stranger Things is. Adam, you have to set aside the time. And season three is only eight episodes. Only eight I there. I I appreciate when like as much as I like having twenty six episodes of anything. There are shows that like that say they drop twelve, and I'm just like that episode was that was filler. That was expendable. Mm-hmm. If if your story takes eight episodes, take eight episodes. If you need twelve episodes to tell your story, mm-hmm. tell that. Like I don't need I don't need the, the the clip show. I don't need the filler. I don't need like random random bits of exposition that like really don't enhance the story for me. It Take the time that you need. I Like, again, I'm sure there are people that are fanatical about this. It's just like, why can't I have 10? Why can't I have 12? Why can't I have 16? Um, I, I've, I, I've experienced those episodes where I'm like, why is this an episode? This episode's dumb. Why? And like with network, you understand that, that like they have a commitment to do 24 right. episodes, 22 episodes. So sometimes they're not all going to be gems. 
But like Netflix and HBO to a certain degree seem to just let, let people be. They'll just be like, all right, I need I need six episodes to tell this story. And they're like, OK, all right, you got six episodes. That's that's what you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I I'm sure I'll watch it again because now I'd like to see it. I'd like to see all three episodes in a row. But part of what I liked about the other two episodes and certainly this one is I can't think of an episode where it's like, eh, I didn't really need to see that. Everything, certainly in this one, because it's most fresh, everything was there for a reason and everything had to be there. And That's, it worked. I, I want it edited down to to like like I said, where it, it all it all matters. I don't want I don't want episodes that you put in there so you can expound on that back character that literally no one cares about. Mm-hmm. And unless you've got a really good reason and you can convince me that that character matters, don't just do it to fill it up 48 minutes or 45 minutes or 22 minutes or whatever the length of your show is. I, I don't I don't want filler. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to dedicate like my time to you, make, I mean, make it matter, like respect me enough to make it matter. Enter, well, entertain me, but make it matter. I think you would genuinely love this show on many, many levels. I don't. I have absolutely no doubt that I would. And I haven't avoided it because of like, you know. Oh, yeah. I know. Sometimes uh, reasons, reasons of whatever reasons. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally worth it. And uh, nothing to do with Stranger Things, but it made me think of you when a co-worker was asked if they'd ever seen Breaking Bad, and then they wanted to know uh, what was it about and when is it on, and I had to walk away. Because it's like... How did you miss that? Well, well, she'd never heard of it, and I thought, huh. I mean, how do you not... Like, I get, to a certain... Like, I get if you haven't watched something, but like, how have you not... Heard, heard of, of it. it like if you were like if you weren't like in a cave or like you you didn't crash land like a, a a nazi jet into antarctica and you've been frozen for the last 70 years i understand why you miss some stuff but like mm-hmm. how did you just miss breaking bad like yeah. somebody had to bring that up to you or you saw like a blurb about it on google or so that just tells me so that it was on 2008 to 2013 and lots of times you'll see just little jokes where, like, someone's dressed like that, and you get, oh, it's a Breaking Bad reference. Hulu, Hulu and it... Netflix constantly harass me to watch things. How have they missed them not just being like, hey, 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 you, you, watch it. Like, how have, I mean, are they watching network television? Is that how they, I, 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 I don't understand. I don't. No, they're, they're watching something with Robin Givens in it that isn't called Success, but maybe it's called Ambition on a channel I've never heard of. I suspect they don't stream. That, I, but. I just. Isn't, it, that, that, that's like. I, 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 I don't understand it either. Uh, it just. But Sometimes it, you got to walk away. Do they not know what the internet is? I don't like, think is so. Is that. No. I, I mean, honestly, honest to goodness. Like, I could, I could go back, like, I could go back in time to the 80s. Like, I could deal with that. But, like, I like a lot of my amenities. Like, I love streaming. I love being able to control mm-hmm. virtually everything in the house, like from my phone. I like having information at my fingertips. Like I was a kid that just thirsted for knowledge. I mean, not not necessarily important knowledge. I'm not saying like I was looking for like how the human like body works. 
I, I'm saying like I like stupid things like who was the actor that was in the Chewbacca yes. costume. Like I wanted to know that stuff then, and you couldn't just Google it. Like you had to get like you know fanzines, or you you had to yeah. you 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 had to seek it out. And like to have that now, like it's. I'm sure it's the difference in, like, the pioneer that had to grow all their own food and when the frost came and killed it all. Like, they're just like, what do I do? Because back then, you, you didn't just know, like, oh, that's Peter Mayhew. Oh, that's, mm -hmm. that's you know. Yeah, you had to have a friend like me or Adam who remembered all that stuff for you. Yeah, like, the, somebody one day, their, uh, they had, they, their husband had challenged them. He goes, all right, I want to try something. He goes, I want you to text Adam, and I'm going to Google it, and I want to see which one of us gets the answer for basically they john henry'd me mm. like with google and they're like i bet you adam can do it before you can find the the like make sure that you have the answer and i i, I beat google in that particular spot like they were still like flipping through like different nice. articles a good they couldn't get it and they and I, I was like yeah why did you actually i think my response i i just answered it straight off and then i go why didn't you just google that and they go well and then like they explained Funny it to me story. and i was i was like you You've, I've been used. Yes, you have. That's not what this knowledge is for. Use it for good. Anyway. And occasionally stranger. evil that makes you money. Just, just, only, only evil that can make you money. That's, that, that's the only time that I make, I make uh, exceptions. Anywho, uh, Stranger Things is certainly worth your time. And uh, I, it's, it's superbly done on every level. And what's even more delightful is... The cast, I don't know why this even matters, but they, they've done even more um, behind-the-scenes stuff on this one. The cast genuinely seems to like each other, which really helps the friendship on screen as well. Well, And, and it probably makes like negotiations for later yes. seasons easier as well. Exactly. So I'm sure there'll be a season four, and they'll have to turn them out pretty fast because children grow. Yeah. Like if you... I think it's honestly amazing that they got the Harry Potter films out at the, the at that tick pace, that they yeah. did. Because, like, I mean, and, and and most of those, the books are essentially real time. Yeah. Like, well, they they weren't released in year time, but, like, year one, then year two. I, I think it's even on the spine of the books. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going through that. And, like, if you take three three years in between movies, like... Daniel Radcliffe is in his 30s in the in the the seventh book when he's supposed to be graduating like wizard high school. So like if you don't do this quickly, they, I mean they'll still be there, but like they're gonna talk like this. Yes, and they've got a you know a five o'clock shadow and everything. I, I'm just a boy. That's all. I, yeah, I'm that's just creepy. A boy. You're creeping me out. I, I anyway, uh, watch Stranger Things. <laughs> watch Stranger Things, and uh, then rewatch all of it because it's just that good. Thank you, thank you so much for listening to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen, and I'm Adam Cravens. Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens is a Hinson Oakley Podcast Center production. Listen to new or past podcasts anytime at rock937online.com.